This, this is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the Cigar City of Tampa, Florida, U.S.A. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Let the alpha male pleasure maneuvers officially commence. I have an incredible cocktail that I will enjoy. I have a magnificent cigar, which happens to be one of the three cigars in the November's Officers Club selection. I am very comfortable surrounded by the lovely harem and the lovely Miskatay. The weather here in the Cigar City is beautiful. Sunny blue skies, not a cloud to be found, 63 degrees. Got a little football going on this afternoon, and as Lee Corso would say, life is good. And we welcome you, lieutenants, those of you that are alpha males. Alpha males in training, AMITs, you have come to the right place. Command Center Alpha, Humidor 1A, leave your nadless nads behind. Long-ass greetings and salutations. A long-ass snappy salute. Semper Delictatio. Always pleasure. America's alpha male front and center. And as I will tell you, I will have a new title as well because one of the stories that I will get to, Google Plus introduces infinite gender options. So I have not only my alpha male, which we will put in our America's alpha male as my gender, but I'm going to put a secondary Gender in there as well. LGBTS. LGBTS. You will have to wait a few minutes to hear exactly what LGBTS stands for. We have a great show, lieutenants. Uh, if you care to join us, nationwide cigar and pleasure friendly hotlines are now open at 877 Dave 007 877. 328-3007, email address CigarDave at CigarDave.com. Follow us at Twitter at Cigar Dave Show, Facebook, Cigar Dave, and I'm going to start Instagramming. Uh, Sergeant Steve, who is in charge of all of our programming-related operations, has been hocking on me to start getting involved with Instagramming. And I thought it was just for chicks, for dames. But that's really more Pinterest. Pinterest is a, uh, a an app that people are using, mostly chicks. It's like little scrapboards. Not for me. Not for this alpha male. But started to do a little investigation of Instagram. It's basically like a like Twitter on photo or video steroids. So we'll start uh, doing our Instagram a little bit uh, more here, and that is Cigar Dave. So if you are listening to us, go to Instagram. If you are on Instagram, just go uh, do a search for Cigar Dave. You will pull us up, and you can follow our Instagram video and photo timeline as we start uh, photobombing you via Instagram. Lieutenants, we have a special co-host joining us today all the way from the European Theater of Operations in a secure Command and Control Bunker in London, one that my understanding Winston Churchill used in WW2. We welcome Mick the Brit to the Cigar Dave Show. Mick, greetings. Greetings, General, from London. 
You sound absolutely fantastic with that new microphone that we shipped over to you across the pond. Yes, and I've tweeted out a picture already uh, as I was getting ready for broadcast maneuvers here with you today, General. Yes, and join Allied Broadcast Maneuver. And I can tell you are in somewhat of a bunker. I hear just a little bit of echoiness, and those are probably those solid lead walls back from WW2 that Churchill used back in the day. Yes, we're recreating the ambience from back in the day there. Absolutely. Outstanding. Mick, how is everything this holiday season in the European Theatre of Operations? Oh, it's gearing up, General, and uh, businesses are doing quite well, actually. There's uh, plenty going on in the gentleman districts of London, where you will find some of the finer cigar emporiums in London. So, yeah, everything's good, General. Fantastic. Well, Mick, it is only appropriate that we have you from the European Theatre of Operations today via our special satellite link, because this week a very relevant cigar was officially revealed at a pre-launch party in New York City, by Davidoff. It is the new Davidoff Winston Churchill Cigar Range. And as we know, Winston Churchill, a huge cigar connoisseur. Oh, indeed, yes. Um, he always said, uh, although he's he did have a passion for Cuban cigars, but he always said that uh, Cuba was never far from my lips. But, of course, he was referring to the great taste of the cigars uh, that were around at the time. That's right. Well, Mick, of course, you, I'm sure you know that Winston Churchill, before he became a prime minister, a statesman, he was all and a military commander. He was uh, in the military, and he actually served, or actually he was a, a, a journalist who covered the Spanish-American War. And when the Rough Riders under Teddy Roosevelt came to Tampa, stopped in Tampa and route down to uh, Cuba, guess who was covering that war and took up his love for cigars in Ybor City, the traditional and historic cigar-making area in the Cigar City of Tampa? That would be one Winston Churchill. Did you know that? Yes, I did, General. Yes, I've, um, I remember um, uh, hearing that before. You're quite correct. And, of course, uh, his mother was American. And You're exactly would, yeah. right. That is yeah. Mick, you are well-versed in all things history. There is no question about it. That's exactly right. His mother uh, was indeed American from New York, yes. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure where in the States, but I know she, she, his mother was American. And uh, she would take him to the shop uh, there in St. James's. Well, his, uh, his, his mother's name, I have the information, Mick. His mother was Jenny Jerome of New York, and his father... The aristocratic British military figure, the Duke of Marlborough. No word if he was a Marlborough man or not, or created the Marlborough brand. Uh, however, his uh, his father, uh, British important British military figure. Oh yes, our aristocracy, right there, General. Yes, indeed. indeed. Well, clearly he elevated his game by marrying an American, Mick. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. But let me tell you about these cigars because Davidoff had a magnificent. Uh, coming out party, a pre-launch party earlier this week on December 8th. And, uh, you know, Davidoff's theme, their motto, their slogan is time beautifully filled. And the CEO, worldwide CEO of Davidoff, Hans Christian Oishgard, says that really when you think about a cigar, you think of people, it's about filling time beautifully. And when you think about Winston Churchill, here's a man who loved cigars. He loved his libations. Certainly, he was a great personality. Uh, although, 
I listened to some of his audio recordings, Mick, very difficult for this American to understand what the hell he was saying. Maybe that was after a few dozen uh, Scotch whiskeys. But nonetheless, he was a man that filled his time beautifully. And the aim of the new Davidoff, Winston Churchill uh, Davidoff cigar range was to create some very exceptional cigars with a very, uh, to represent the unique diversity of Winston Churchill. So under Hanky Kellner, they came up with some beautiful blends, uh, or actually one blend that their final blend that uses an Ecuadorian Rojiza wrapper, Ecuadorian Rojiza wrapper, a Negro San Andrean binder, which is from Mexico. Beautiful. I, I mean, if you look at a lot of the cigars, they're using the San Andrean uh, Maron or the Negro wrapper. It is beautiful. It is dark. It is oily. It has great taste. Well, they decided to use that in the binder, and it has a five-filler blend. Some Piloto Mejorado Seco from the Dominican Republic. Some Piloto Seco from the Dominican Republic. A hybrid Olor Piloto Seco. Now, Olor is a little bit on the lighter, sweeter side. They used an Esteli Seco from Nicaragua and a Condega Seco from Nicaragua as well. So it's got two countries represented, but five different types of filler tobaccos. And uh, I had a, I was lucky enough to receive one of these cigars. I actually smoke a test cigar just before the final blend was introduced. Rich Krudick of Davidoff, whose headquarters is in the Cigar City of Tampa area, gave me one. We smoked it. Absolutely magnificent. Now, you will remember, I don't know, do you remember, Mick, that there was a Winston Churchill brand that was made by Davidoff but not identified with the Davidoff name probably about five to seven years ago? Were you aware of that? No, I wasn't. Yeah, great cigar, but it was very expensive. It was in the 20... range. It was extremely expensive. It was a good blend, but it never really moved because it was such a high price point. Well, Davidoff completely let it sit. They blew it up, and the packaging on this, Mick, is absolutely beautiful. It is an off-white box, uh, like a, a, a varnish box with two vertical stripes, has the Davidoff logo in gold, and underneath in black it says Winston Churchill, and there is a profile of Winston Churchill's bust, if you will, along with a cigar in his mouth. Very elegantly packed. uh, And on the band, it has got that same Winston Churchill bust with a cigar, the side profile in gold, and then it's got the Davidoff in gold underneath that. Very, very elegant packaging. It will come in five, correction, four different sizes. A Petite Corona, which is a a four-and-a-half by 41 ring gauge, nice small cigar. A Robusto a five-and-a-quarter-inch length cigar with a 52-ring gauge, and appropriately enough, the Churchill. Yes. You cannot have a Winston Churchill, Mick, <laughs> without a Churchill size. Well, I was going to say that. Imagine going into the store and saying, I'll have a Churchill, Churchill, please. That's exactly right, and people yeah, will. fantastic. And yeah. that, that particular cigar will be six and seven-eighths inches in length with a 47-ring gauge traditional uh, Churchill, and it will come in a Toro, a six-inch by 54-ring gauge size cigar. And every size is a little bit more, is slightly different because of the ring gauge. Where you have a bigger ring gauge, clearly they can put more of the filler tobaccos in. They will be on sale to appointed merchants in the United selected appointed merchants. Not every merchant will have these in the United States beginning in February of 2015. So uh, just about uh, two months from now. And then in Davidoff flagship stores worldwide, in March of 2015. So no price has been released on these, but I can tell you I had the cigar. Everything coming out of Davidoff now is exceptional. We had Rich Krudick 
on at the at the uh, uh, Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest over at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. You were there, Mick, and you heard That's Rich Prudick right. said. He said we challenged for the the Davidoff Nicaragua. We challenged Hanky Kellner who is their master blender, their master cigar manufacturer at Tabacos Dominicanos down in the Dominican Republic. He said we challenged him because traditionally Hanky had never used Nicaraguan and Honduran and Ecuadorian tobaccos. And they challenged him, and he came up with a great blend, and he came up to the challenge with the Winston Churchill by Davidoff and another winner. I will guarantee this will be a huge home run. And Davidoff uh, is on a roll. Tell you what, Mick, everybody loved those Davidoff Nicaraguas that we handed out at the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on Saturday, November 22nd. Oh, indeed. And in fact, I'm, I'm keeping one back for uh, Christmas time, General. When, uh, um, yes. Outstanding. All right, Mick, when we return, we'll continue our conversation. By the way, Lieutenant, you care to join us? 877-DAVE-007-877-328-3007. Mick, when we come back, there was a huge, a huge theft of something near and dear to your heart and to your palate and to your lips and to your liver. I know where this is going. And to your liver as well. When we come back, we'll continue as we get ready to celebrate the holidays, the Festival of Litation. As we call it, uh, Hanukkah, the Festival of Lights, we put a little twist on it, the Festival of Litation on eight consecutive nights. Beginning Tuesday night, we will have a cigar selection and a libation selection. We've got a menorah that we'll be placing on CigarDave.com, and every night of the week during the Festival of Litation, we will add a cigar to the menorah, and we will tell you what uh, that we will some, We'll give you some a nice background, a broad portfolio of some nice brands that you can try during the holiday. Also on uh, Saturday, December 27th, we have our annual champagne and sparkling wine tasting maneuvers show with sommelier Dave Cavanis and many of our puff muffins. So we are in full holiday mode here as we wish you a happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas. Season's greetings front and center from the Cigar Dave Show. Not sure what libation to pair with your cigar? Now at CigarDave.com, you can see what your five-star general pairs together each week for the show. Hey, I need to hit the bank before we get on the road. Is it your bank across town? No, no. It's right here. Uh, that's a tobacconist. Yeah, I need to pick up some annuities and currency. Did you knock your head really hard recently? I'm picking up The Banker by H. Upman. Annuity and currency are two sizes. You know I don't understand all that financial mumbo-jumbo. And The Banker is a new cigar made with rich tobaccos inspired by the original H. Upman that was created in 1844 by the Upman brothers, who were bankers by trade. It was given as unique present for their most important clients, and the prize cigar was stored in a vault under lock and key. The only thing my banker has ever given me was a calendar with pictures of his dog dressed as pinup models. It sounds like you need a new banker. Only if you're talking about the cigar. Purchase the banker by H. Upman at your local tobacconist today and look for ways you can crack the code to the vault of the banker by H. Upman. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. As a cigar connoisseur, one of the pleasures that we derive is walking into our retailer's humidor and seeing the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Nine years ago, I had the idea that I wanted to share great cigars with the cigar lieutenants. So... The Officers Club was born. 
Every month, you will receive three fantastic premium cigars direct to your door, shipped in a very dapper Officers Club customized Ziploc cigar pouch. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. No long-term contracts. You can cancel whenever you want. You enjoy great cigars right to your door. Names like Perdomo, Diamond Crown, Brickhouse, San Latano, Rocky Patel, Torano, CAO, Avo, Camacho, Greycliff, and many more. Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and for $22.95, you'll get the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Wow, the new Super Lee Hero from Rocky Patel. That's right. This seed took years of development. This is a new varietal from Costa Rica. Years of planning, years of research, and working with the Placencia family, we have a seed called the Super Ligero. That's the magic in this new cigar. This cigar has a unique wrapper from St. Augustine from the mountains of Honduras. That's right, Nemish, and that's why this cigar is so special, because it has a character that is very, very different than all of the cigars. In fact, whether you're a novice, amateur, professional, full-bodied smoker, you're gonna love this cigar. Because this character with the Super Ligero and the St. Augustine wrapper just delivers a lot of unique flavors that everyone's gonna enjoy. Look for it in your local retailers coming this October. Good afternoon, lieutenants. This is Puff Muffin Laurie from the Buffalo Theater of Operations, wishing you and yours the safest and happiest of holidays. Long ashes to you all. Ah, oh, the lovely uh, Puff Muffin. Laurie, our associate XO. XO Tim, of course, our XO in uh, charge here. But as we get ready for the holiday season, Hanukkah begins Tuesday, December 16th, first uh, candle. And we wish everyone a happy Hanukkah. The Festival of Lights, we put our little twist on it, the Festival of Lightation. So rejoining us once more, Mick the Brit from the European Theater of Operations in the special Winston Churchill Command and Control World War II bunker. Mick, uh, you will, of course, be celebrating the Festival of Lightation with eight different cigars on the eight different nights of Hanukkah. Indeed, General. And uh, my humidor has got quite a stash from uh, what I brought back with me from Tampa at the Rock. Uh, so I'll uh, I'll um, ask you for uh, recommendations in what order perhaps they should be smoked. Well, all you have to do is go to CigarDave.com, Mick, because we will have them all there. Now, Mick, as I said, uh, last week I could not get to this item because I was jammed. But it has come to my attention that thieves stole more than $1.5 million worth of Jameson Irish whiskey Jack Daniels Tennessee Whiskey, and Bombay Sapphire Gin, which consisted of, Mick, over 2,500 cases, 2,508 case of eight, 2,580 cases of Jameson, 
700 milliliter bottles. Let's see, uh, two cases of Bombay Sapphire Gin and six cases of Jack Daniels Tennessee Whiskey. Now, the authorities believe the robbers who took the alcohol from a Dublin factory will try to sell the goods before Christmas. I have a different theory that I will get to momentarily. However, the robbers threatened the employees with iron bars, tied them up before placing the thousands of cases into two 40-foot trucks on the afternoon of November 14th. One and a half million dollars. And here's the thing. The five robbers, they stole it in the middle of the day, around 2 o'clock in the uh, afternoon. Now, Mick, there are those that have the theory that they will try to sell this before Christmas. I have a different theory. My theory, Mick, is you were involved and you will drink all 2,600 cases of these before Christmas. <laughs> well, you said last week um, there's a possibility you thought in your own humble opinion that I was uh, possibly involved. And well, well, I was two, worried. Two, I said the last thing I want yeah. to do is see, um, you know, uh, uh, Colonel Mick the Brit on a on a uh, Interpol most wanted list. No, that's not going to happen, General. Because you drank no. it all. You got rid of all the evidence. Well, you said it would take a week, and that's exactly what it took. You said about a week, and, uh, yeah, it's gone. Done. Lovely. Uh, Mick, I do – well, uh, yes, very – I was just going to say 2,600 cases, Mick. That's what, like a five-day five day, uh, selection for you? Yeah, about a week. Well, yeah. one of the libations we'll be enjoying – not one of the – the libation that we will be enjoying yes. today is in honor of Francis Albert Sinatra, the chairman of the board. Mick, do you know whose birthday it would have been yesterday on December 12th? General, I don't, but please tell us. I will give you. I will give you three <laughs> hints. Yes. Chairman of the board. Uh, my way. It. Yeah. Rat Pack. Oh, Blue Eyes himself. That's correct. Frank Francis Sinatra. Frank Sinatra. Francis Albert Sinatra. Yesterday would have been his 99th birthday. He was born December 12th, 2000. A correction. 1915. And Jack Daniels. His favorite libation created the special Sinatra Select, a 90 proof, aged in special barrels, a little bit uh, spicier, a little bit richer, beautiful box and packaging. We're going to tweet that out. That's what I will be enjoying for my, my libation today to accompany my special litation selection, which is part of the November Officers Club. It is the Foundry 1964 which is in a very appropriate year, the year of my birthday and the year the Buffalo Chicken Wing was invented. The Cigar Dave Officers Club selection this month is Prohibition from Rocky Patel, designed to protest the enemies of pleasure, trying to take away our rights to smoke a cigar. They use a Nicaraguan binder and filler wrapped in either a Mexican San Andreas leaf or a Connecticut broadleaf Maduro. Not a member of the Officers Club? Sign up today at CigarDave.com. Walk into a cigar shop, stare at hundreds of choices, and wonder as you take in the aroma. Go with an old standard or try something new? Lead or follow? That's the real question here, isn't it? Next time, choose to lead with a premium cigar from Royal Gold Cigars. Royal Gold Cigars introduces two exciting new premium cigar lines, Casino Gold HRS High Roller Selection and Kismet. 
hand-rolled in Honduras with a blend of four distinct quality fillers wrapped in a rich Habano Rosado wrapper. The Casino Gold HRS is a medium-bodied cigar for high rollers who never gamble on flavor. For a robust option, try our bold Dominican Puro, Kismet, meaning destiny, a blend of six Dominican tobaccos. It's bold, smooth, burns evenly, and leaves a clean white ash. There, we narrowed the options. Lead or follow. Visit royalgoldcigars.com. Surgeon General Warning. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy. It's time for National Cigar Litation Maneuvers. Well, as we celebrate the festive holiday season, Hanukkah, Christmas, New Year's coming up, I'm pulling out three cigars from the November Officers Club selection. They are the Foundry, from Foundry Cigar, nice boutique cigar, under the auspices of Master Blender Michael Giannini. The Foundry Wormhole is our Officers Club selection for November. And we have one of each of the Wormhole blends. First, the 1964 blend. I'm partial to that. Why? Well, that's the year of my birth, number one. And that is the year the Buffalo Chicken Wing was invented, created by Teresa Bellissimo. Frank and Teresa's Anchor Bar on Main Street in downtown Buffalo. Momentous year. The general born, the chicken wing born. So I've got the 1964. Then the next one is the 2014 blend. A little bit different, different uh, taste. And then Mike came out with the Foundry Wormhole 2064 blend, which is 100 years from where the 1964 blend started. Everyone a little different. He's trying to see what people would like down the road. And these are very unique cigars. They don't release what the wrapper, filler, the binder is. It's very, very proprietary. The only thing they do say is it is a very special Connecticut wrapper. In fact, it is a Connecticut H47 Plano Soul. Shade-grown Connecticut. Beautiful wrapper. Very tasty. I've had all three. Mike Giannini did a magnificent job. We received a ton of emails from people and uh, tweets saying, phenomenal cigar. Comes in a very unique plastic foundry gear type of uh, band. Very unique. So I'm going to do the 1964. Again, all we know is that it's a Connecticut wrapper. 
H47 Pleno Soul. Mike would not reveal, nor would Foundry Cigar reveal, what the binder and filler. However, he did tell me that the tobaccos are between 5 and 40 years of age. He said there is a strip, very small strip of 40-year tobacco in a couple of the blends. And he said he really wanted to get away from describing in depth the wrapper filler blind, uh, binder, similar to what they did, what, what Casada did with the Heisenberg. He said, you know, when, when, when Manuel Casada and Terry Riley came up with the Heisenberg blend in Casada, they said we wanted to do something that people could just enjoy, not think about. Just smoke the cigar, light it, enjoy it, stop thinking so much. And that's what Mike wanted to do. But this Foundry is magnificent. Certainly very unique, very cutting edge. I will enjoy the Foundry Wormhole 1965. By the way, no beetle holes or wormholes in this beautiful Foundry cigar. Cigar-altering and highly sharpened leaf-exposing device. Self-sharpening, double-edged stainless guillotine ready to go. And by the way, Mick the Brit, who rejoins us, from the European Theater of Operations, the command and control World War II Churchill Bunker in a clandestine location somewhere in downtown London. Mick, I know that uh, we sent you some of these cigars. You will be going and enjoying the 2064, 100 years from where the 1964 started. So we will be lighting uh, both at the same time. Indeed. I will be joining you in light station here, General. I have my, uh, hear that? I do hear it, Mick, and I know, Mick, yeah. I know you have your libation ready as well. Oh, yes. All right, so I'm going to use my self-sharpening double-edged stainless steel guillotine for litation. Maximum BTU flame-throwing and heat-producing apparatus. I told you during Thanksgiving holiday maneuvers, I was up in the Western New York Theater of Operations, and I went to one of the supermarkets, and I found a culinary torch, normally 32 bucks, on sale for $7.92. How do they come up with a 92 cents? Why don't you say eight bucks? Seven ninety-nine. Seven ninety. Seven ninety-two. I bought whatever they have left. They had two of them, and you can adjust the heat of the flame here, which is very nice. Little temperature nozzle here, and the width. This thing just flies out. It's a very cool lighter, used as a culinary torch for creme brulee and other sorts of culinary desserts and foods. None of which I will ever make in my life but I'll certainly consume and enjoy them. But I love this torch. Just has a nice feel to it. Huge butane tank, $7.92. How can you go wrong? Cigar, Cigar pre-lightation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one. All right, going to cut the end of my foundry wormhole 1964. As Colonel Ange would say, the 1900. And 64. And by the way, Mick the Brit, we talked about a birthday for the great Frank Sinatra yesterday. You know whose birthday it is coming up on Friday, December 19th? No. Well, he's another colonel. I'll give you another hint. Colonel Poochpit, Western New York uh. Theater of Operations. You have three seconds on the clock, Mick. It's got to be Colonel Ange. It is. It is Colonel Ange Puccio's uh, birthday on Friday. So this being the Saturday before his birthday, we extend to him a very uh, happy birthday. I'm sure he will. You know, I'm sure that the lovely Mrs. Pooch will be making a very extravagant meal on the uh, grill, on one of the eight Pooch Pit grills, probably a homemade dessert. I'm sure she's going to be making all the fixings for Colonel Ange 
next Friday. So we wish Colonel Ange a very happy birthday, and we will dedicate our cigar and, of course, our libation today to him as we continue along. I will cut the—I did cut the end of this cigar, and I'm going to gently toast the foot of this cigar. Mick, you may conduct your toasting maneuvers now, by the way. Thank you, General. And uh, whilst I'm doing that, General, I'd like to, I'm just trying to get the thought out of my head of you and uh, uh, Chef Gordon Ramsay. Chef Gordon Ramsay teaching you how to do a creme brulee. You I are driving like- me crazy. <laughs> you, this food is awful. It's terrible. It sucks. Actually, yes. I got to tell you, I, I kind of enjoy watching him. I mean, just go. But you know what? Let's face it. They don't people that have successful restaurants or successful chefs on that show. They pick the zeros, the ones that can't get out of their own way, that shouldn't be in the restaurant business to begin with. All right. I've toasted the foot of my Foundry Wormhole 1964. I will gently puff and rotate. Mmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, listen to that. Mmm. That is nice. That is smooth. As I blow gently on the foot of the cigar, nice even amber glow on this Foundry Wormhole 1964. What a great... When Mike came out with this, Mike Giannini of uh, General Cigar and Foundry Cigar, I said, Mike, what the hell have you done? I I have no idea what you're doing with this. He said, let me show you, smoke them, and then I'll explain. Well, Mike hit another winner. Of course, Mike has created some great cigars over at El Credito, overseeing El Credito, and now Foundry Cigar, one of the uh, true visionaries in the world of cigars and a great friend, and we were thrilled that we could uh, provide these very unique boutique cigars. And when these are done, these limited runs of the Wormhole 1964, 2014, and 2064, they're done. So if you want to get some of these, go to your retailer and pick them up. All right. I now need a fine libation to soothe the and warm the cockles of my throat. So without any further delay. Scotch, bourbon, and beer commence thirst-quenching libationary maneuvers. The giant box of Jack Daniels Sinatra Select Tennessee Whiskey that was given to me by the wonderful folks at Premier Beverage here in the Cigar City, Somalia Dave Cavanis, and the great folks at Brown Foreman. But anywhere between 175 to 250 a bottle you'll find this for, depending on where you go. Very limited. In fact, uh, I know a couple of people have emailed me saying they've gone to their local retailer. They only received an allotment of two. They're sold out. Where can they get them? you got to just keep looking. Going to be very limited. So comes in a beautiful vertical black box with some orange, orange uh, ribbons, because Sinatra's favorite color was orange. Ironically, behind blue, My favorite color is orange because I went to a school in Buffalo, high school, park school. The Park Pioneers, color was orange. Went to Syracuse University. The Syracuse Orange Men, color was orange. So orange has kind of trailed me wherever I seem to go. And certainly Sinatra loved orange. And there's a nice sticker with a, just an embossed sticker with a picture of the Sinatra orange hat. It's It's a hat, but in orange. Very, very elegant packaging. I will open this up. And we are putting on all our social media a video of this. It comes with a nice book, The Timeless Story of Friendship, talking about Frank Sinatra. And by the way, you, it does, you do receive a membership when you purchase a bottle of Jack Daniels Sinatra Select to the very exclusive Jack Daniels Country Club to honor the legacy set forth by Frank Sinatra. I've been invited. My membership number is 106065. That doesn't mean 106,065 bottles were made. That's not the case. This is just the member number. So my member is 106065. 
So I'm sure when I'm done playing around at the Frank Sinatra Country Club, I will enjoy a fine cigar and some fine Jack Daniels in the clubhouse as well. All right, let me pull out this bottle. Beautiful-looking vertical bottle. Definitely more a... uh, It's got similarities to the regular Jack Daniels bottle with some nice nuances. And I have placed a Buffalo Bills cocktail napkin down here in Command Center Alpha on my desk because the Bills will circle the wagons and whack the pack tomorrow in Buffalo. Although with Doug Moron as the head coach, don't be so sure. Guy can't get out of his own way. Got my snifter, my uh, special whiskey snifter. I will open up the Sinatra Select Jack Daniels. And as I pour it, let me tell you what makes this a little bit different. They use some different barrels where in the Jack Daniels regular barrels, they use the regular barrels and... and, uh, it ages. You get the nice oak, charred oak barrel on the flavor that comes on the whiskey. But with this particular Jack Daniel Sinatra Select, they actually carve the barrels inside. They, they take carvings so that they expose more of, like staves, so they expose more of the oak to the whiskey. And it causes the whiskey to interact with the oak and create a much spicier, much bolder, much fuller-bodied flavor. It is also 90 proof, so it is a little bit fuller flavored and certainly higher octane than the regular Jack Daniels. You can never go wrong with JD. The Gentleman Jack, amongst my absolute favorite. It is just so smooth. You can drink that. You can have that for breakfast. It's that smooth. And Mick, I know you probably do. Yes, and brush my teeth in it as well. That's exact. Kills all the bacteria. Got the alcohol Absolutely. in there. So I'm going to pour a little bit of this Jack Daniels Sinatra Select. Just a uh, just phenomenal. Now, one of the differences also is they double charcoal ferment or, or filter this uh, Jack Daniels. Not single. They put it through a double ferment or double charcoal, not fermentation, but filtration process. So ultra smooth, beautiful, nice. Uh, I would say it's almost like a. A saddle-colored caramel-looking uh, uh, color on the of the whiskey, and I'm just swirling it around. And I will say to you, Mick, and to all of our lieutenants listening coast to coast, cheers, happy holidays, a happy uh, birthday to Frank Sinatra yesterday, a happy birthday to Colonel Ange next Friday. We'll say cheers. Mm-hmm. Here's my one. Mm. Mick, I think I hit a little bit more resonance. T- take a listen. A little bit better there, Mick. Yeah, yeah, a little flat, well, Mick. A little lame. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe there's not enough in my glass here. Now, I will say <clears throat> that the last few days, I had a slight sore throat. A little jack going down the throat. Warm, <clears throat> excuse me, warms the palate, warms the throat. Beautiful. This has got a lot of kick to it. There is no question about it. Let me take another sip. <clears throat> excuse me. Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's good. Delicious. Mick, what are you enjoying today, by the way? Yeah, I'm enjoying a, well, a blended whiskey, actually, uh, which I uh, purchased uh, recently. I still have my bottle of Woodford Reserve, which I don't believe is on sale here in the UK. It's waiting to be opened over the festive period here. Yes, we so, gave you uh, several bottles to take back to the UK, Mick. Yeah, well, I'm down to the last one. I'm... Quite disciplined and not opening it, so I had to purchase a, a different bottle from the uh, uh, store uh, this week. So uh, yes, now, Mick, let me ask you: What would a bottle of Woodford Reserve in the UK uh, run? 
uh, I would say probably round about, say, 50, that, well, well, it depends what size, of course, but probably probably round about the, uh, round about $30, I would say, probably more. Well, wait a minute, uh, for a bottle of three seventy five or seven fifty. dollars Oh, well, the seven, say the seven fifty. Yeah, that would that would yeah that would. What was it? What about, is it in British pounds? Okay, in British pounds, probably <clears throat> about twenty pounds. Okay, so about thirty bucks. It's got to be more than that, Mick. I would, I would say it'd probably be about that. Um, it depends on the blend, of course. And uh, well, if you can get it for that seven fifty, I'd say buy all you can. That's a great price. Yeah. Outstanding. All right, Mick, when we come back, we will talk about the. We'll hit the calls at 877 Dave007 and men under attack once again. Looking for the perfect holiday gift for alpha males? The Cigar Dave Officers Club is the gift that keeps on giving. For $22.99 a month, you get three premium cigars shipped directly to a fellow alpha male each month. Joining is easy. Get all the details at CigarDave.com. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. A.J. Fernandez Cigars, known for producing consistently highly rated and sought-after cigars, is proud to unveil their latest cigar, New World. New World is a unique cigar which pays homage to the discovery of the then mystical smoking leaf called tobacco by the Europeans when their ships landed in what is now called the New World. A medium to full-bodied cigar with an amazing aroma. Smokers of New World will experience elements of sweetness, spiciness, in a very balanced and refined cigar. New World is a beautiful box-pressed cigar which is composed of a Jalapa binder, Viso Amatepe filter, Condega Lajero, Esteli Finca Soledad Lajero, and wrapped in a beautiful dark Nicaraguan wrapper. New World, a first-class cigar proudly launched by A.J. Fernandez Cigars. Experience this exceptional cigar and embark on the journey with New World. Stay connected with AJ Fernandez by visiting us at www.ajfernandezcigars.com and follow us on Facebook. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877 877- Three two eight three thousand seven.
here wishing you and yours a happy holidays. May your ashes be long and libations be cold for all of 2015. And, of course, my greetings to all of you for a happy, uh, healthy holiday season. Let us uh, say hello to Bryce in the Cigar City area listening front and center. Welcome, sir. Hey, General. Merry Christmas and happy Hanukkah. Uh, long ashes greetings to you. And back at you as well. So, uh, all right, so I had a, a question for you, but first I wanted to uh, make a comment. The um, Last Saturday, my, my employer had a, uh, a Christmas party for the company. Yes. Probably about, about 100 people or so at Innisbrook. And when I got there, the girls were like, okay, what would you like to drink? I said, you know, I'll have a, you have Blanton's bourbon. She's like, well, actually, we've got a whole cigar station over here, and we've got a bourbon scotch pour yourself station. So I go over there, they've got, uh, my boss bought, uh, there was one box each of Cuesta Rays, Brickhouse, uh, Julius Caesar, Diamond Crown, and Maximus, just all out on the table for anybody to enjoy. So it was definitely a, uh, he had uh, an 18-year-old scotch, single malt scotches, expensive bourbon. So it was definitely a cigar-friendly, alpha male type of Christmas party. So I just wanted to put that out there first and foremost. That's Well, first of all, uh, you had a great selection from J.C. Newman, without any oh, question. Yeah. I mean, Diamond Crown, Brick House, Maxim, you can't go wrong. Oh, yeah, it was great. It was absolutely, uh, probably one of the best Christmas parties I've ever been to uh, for an employer, just because of the, the generosity of the cigars and everybody smoking cigars and just having a good time. You now, know, was so, this uh, at, at a private club, at a restaurant, in the uh, at your uh, employer? Yeah, yeah, it was at, uh, it was at one of the... Um, uh, in Innisbrook. Oh, Innisbrook. Okay, excellent. Right near yeah. Cigar Cave. Yeah. Excellent. Outstanding. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it was awesome. And they had the uh, the girls that that run the um, uh, the cigar lounge at the hockey games. They right. were there actually handing out the cigars and talking about the cigars and the lovely. Yes, my... the lovely JC Diamond Crownettes, as I like to refer to them. Oh yes. Oh yes. yes. And because of my years of listening to you, and and I was able to. Educate people on cigars, how to light them, what kind of cigar do you want, what are you drinking, what do you want to pair it with. So it was quite, uh, it was quite nice to be able to do that at the party. So uh, um, I just wanted to put that out there. Outstanding. And um, and uh, you know, I, I wanted to ask you a question. My uh, my chiropractor after the party, I was telling him about the party, and he's like, you know, I had a, a, a patient years ago, about five or six years ago, give me a box of Cuban cigars. They've been sitting in my closet ever since. I don't smoke cigars. He's like, I'll give them to you. The box is sealed and everything. So the biggest thing I had is like, obviously they would be aged at this point, even if they're in a cellophane, they'd still age some. Uh, what's my best course of action? Open them up, stick them straight into a human No, no, no. Here's what I would do. First of all, how long were, see, you don't know how long they were sitting and if they were properly humidified. Probably not. Right, right. All right so do you know how old they were? Did he say when he received them? Probably about five or six years ago. Five or six years ago, chances are they're probably going to be a bit dry. My suggestion is do not open the box. Keep them in the box okay. and put them in. Do you, have a, do you have a humidor? Do you have a large humidor? Yeah. Okay. Yep. What I would do is stick the whole box, take the cellophane off the outside of the box, but put the entire box unopened in that humidor and let it sit for about a month, six weeks, because you want okay. it to slowly humidify. Then what I would do is... I would slow. I would open up the box, take the cigars out, and I would initially probably keep them in the cellophane for just about a week. Then take the cellophane out, but make sure you put the cigars at the very bottom row of your humidor and put a couple of cedar sheets because you don't want that humidity 
interacting directly into that cigar. You want to take your time on that because otherwise what will happen is the cigar will absorb that moisture like a sponge and it'll almost uh, explode and look like a sponge. you got to do it very slowly, especially when they're dry. Bryce, here's what I'll do for you. You talked about the Diamond Crowns. You talked about the Brick House. I'll send you some cigars from J.C. Newman. They're Perla Del Mar. Wonderful Nicaraguan-made uh, cigar with a Connecticut Ecuadorian wrapper. Nice uh, medium-bodied cigar. That is coming out your way, Bryce. Happy holidays to you. Make the Brits. Are you ready for one more hour of Pleasure Maneuvers? You bet. Outstanding. Take a sip of your Woodford Reserve. Take a few puffs. Have your harem. Give you a little massage during the break. And hour number two of the Cigar Dave Show is coming your way next. This, this is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Well, thoroughly enjoying my Foundry Wormhole 1964 cigar. So smooth, so silky, ever so delicious. Fantastic aroma. Enjoying my Jack Daniels Sinatra Select. And I just tweeted out a picture of the Foundry 1964 Wormhole. The Snifter containing some Jack Daniels Sinatra Select placed on a Buffalo Bills cocktail napkin with the Bills charging Buffalo logo, saying that it is the perfect way to prepare for whack the pack maneuvers tomorrow as my Bills take on the Packers in the Western New York Theater of Operations. It will be a tough game. I think the Bills can win it if their head coach and offensive coordinator can get out of the way. Oh, and if Kyle Orton can throw the ball decently, which good luck with that. Anyway, welcome back. Our number two, lieutenants. Don't get me started on the Bills. Do not get me aggravated. I'm having a lovely time enjoying great cigars, enjoying great libations, discussing uh, with great lieutenants coast to coast at 877-DAVE-007, 877-328-3007, and also enjoying our conversational maneuvers with our good friend, Colonel Mick the Brit, in charge of the European Theater of Operations, joining us today from the London Winston Churchill World War II Command and Control Secure Bunker. Colonel Mick, everything good so far Absolutely. in the UK? Absolutely, General. Everything's secure and uh, sounding good as well, this side of the pond. So uh, it's amazing, the technology. It's almost as if I'm there in Humidor 1A you. With you sound absolutely spectacular, Mick. Uh, now, the microphone that we did send over for you, a broadcast-quality microphone, helped immensely because the last time, I believe, you were on a Skype connection using the microphone in your PC, correct? Correct, in, in, on the laptop, yes. Yeah, and it was a little echoey, and it didn't have that quality, but uh, clearly your voice sounds 
very smooth, the dulcet tones of your voice, your British accented voice, uh, Mick, sounds outstanding. Let, let me try the test here, General. How about Bond? James Bond. Okay, Mick. You can get, I'll tell you what, next time you see a dame and walk up to her and say, the name is Bond, James Bond, tell me what happens. Tell me how, yeah. tell me how you score. <laughs> she might have a few choice words of her own in uh, the big start with B. Yeah. Yes. Well, Mick, I, I have to tell you that speaking of Bond, James Bond, do you know that there's a big story involving the new James Bond girl? Are you aware of that? Yes. Yes. I think the, they're suggesting she's, uh, well, a cougar, shall we say? Not a cougar, but she is, uh, she is uh, 50 years of age. Nothing wrong with that. that a nifty not, 50. Yeah. Listen, she looks absolutely fantastic. Monica Bellucci. She is an Italian act. You know what? Italy has produced some outstanding fine fine uh, dames. Let, let's Sophia Loren, certainly amongst uh, the top. But uh, Smoldering. Yeah. Yes. Monica Bellucci, 50, making history as the oldest Bond girl as she promotes the latest 007 film. And uh, what's interesting is that, there we go, we got the little James Bond, the name is Bond, the James Bond. Uh, the guy that plays James Bond, what's his name? I don't care for him. He doesn't have the personality of the other uh, Dan James Bond. Daniel Bonds. Craig. Daniel Craig. You know, he's yeah. 47, 46, 47. So the Bond girl is actually older, which is a change because normally the Bond girls are much younger than James. But she looks fantastic. Brunette, uh, I, I go towards the blondes myself, but uh, certainly for a brunette, she looks absolutely smashing. Sterling, Mick, as you would say. Very Sterling. lovely. Saw her in some of her Bond uh, costumes looking very, very uh, lovely. But my favorite Bond girl of all time, Mick, would you like to take a guess? Pussy galore. You are correct. Pussy galore. It's Pussy galore's flying circus. That's right. And here's she was at the time. She held the record before Monica Bellucci took the record for the oldest Bond girl. Honor Blackman played Pussy Galore. She was 39 at the time in 1964 in Goldfinger. That was a great movie. Pussy Galore's oh, yes. Flying Circus. Hello, Pussy. That's, yeah. Yes, lovely name, I must say. Very appropriate all the way around, especially for Bond. All right, let's do this. We're going to take a couple of calls, and then we are going to get the lieutenants, men are being bashed once again. Because we all know that men are all child molesters. Men are all deadbeats. Men are all wife beaters and, and, and violent uh, domestic abusers. Men are just the scrounge of the earth. Men are evil. This is what's been per perpetuated the last 40 years by the National Association of Ugly Women that can't get laid and can't get a man. They have more facial hair. Mick, you know this. You've seen some of these, these feminists. You know I have a very thick beard. I, I don't have 5 o'clock shadow. If I shave at 7 in the morning, I've got 10 a.m. shadow. Because, again, raging testosterone, the beard very full, you know, somewhat, uh, somewhat of an ape with the hair on my chest and on my arms. But I will say this, Mick, that the one thing that we all know that alphas are, we're all... Gentlemen, we're all refined. We all possess incredible class. Would you not we're agree? Chaps. Uh, we're I chaps. I agree. We're chaps. Charming, honest, attentive, and presentable. 
Very good, Mick. We've been tra- trying to get that in for I don't know how many since Buffalo, since Buffalo smoke on the water. But hold that it thought because we will uh, talk about that. But you have seen these feminists that have that have facial. They've got mustaches and go and goatees thicker than I do. It's scary. Yeah. It is absolutely yeah. scary, and they wonder why. If you look at a feminist, there's no such thing as a sexy feminist. That's an oxymoron. I mean, whether it is. Remember, I'm just trying to think of some of these names from the past. Bella Abzug. Remember, she was a congresswoman. You probably wouldn't know. Congresswoman from uh, New York State. Big feminist. Gloria Steinem. Nothing to look at. Uh, Trying to think of some of the other well-known feminists. Wait, let me do a little Google search here, Mick, because let's face it. When you... Let's see. Well, none, none, none of them are none of them are good looking, General. Because as far as they're concerned, they just want to whack the competition, and you know because uh, that that's how uh, you know some women are. It always amazes me. You, you see these billboards. Uh, if if it, if it's a woman uh, advertising lingerie, you'll have sexist written on it and all the rest of it. However, if it's a man sort of advertising the latest Calvin Klein underpants, there's nothing written on that. Guys don't have a problem with. Uh, Good-looking guys uh, advertising underwear. It's just how it is. Well, I don't really notice it. I personally don't buy my uh, boxers based upon a billboard, Mick. Uh, I, as an alpha no, I male, know, but, I, that, but that's well, I can I make my own decisions. General, of course, I'm, I'm just talking generally speaking. Right, but well, let's face what, it, they, yeah. because they 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 say that you know women that put on makeup that get their hair done and colored, they're just trying to pacify and satisfy a man. God forbid that women want to look good, look hot. And this is what they don't get. But we'll talk about this. But, again, men now are evil. Men, and this this actually comes to us. There's a British Medical Journal article that we will get to a little bit later in the show with the title essentially saying that men are idiots. That's what this the British Medical Journal says. It's the Darwin Awards, Sex Differences in Idiotic Behavior. And we'll get to that. I'll give you the reasons why. We'll go through the uh, whole background. But first, let us say hello to Larry in Baton Rouge. You are front and center. General, long ashes to you. Back at you. Thank you. Um, I had a question about my humidor. I am new to the hobby of premium cigars. And I've got a 100-count humidor that is staying at 70%. Ambient temperature in the room is 74 degrees, but I'm still losing a lot of sticks because they're swelling and splitting on me. All right. Do you have a digital thermometer slash hygrometer? Uh, I do not. I have an analog Forget. Throw the analog out. It is a waste. It is a museum relic. It will not give you accurate. And common sense, again, most beta males don't have, a, have common sense, but we as alpha males are loaded with an abundance of it. So... What can I deduce? What can this five-star deduce from you telling me that even though your analog thermometer shows 70 degrees and you said the the uh, the hygrometer showed, what, 70% humidity? Right. Okay. Your cigars are, are, are too moist, and they're absorbing that moisture like a sponge, and they're just expanding and exploding, correct? That is correct. So common sense would dictate. Forget what the hygrometer and the thermometer say, there's too much humidification in that humidor. And as Captain Sy always told me, a fellow aviator, he said, General, when you are captain of that plane, captain of that ship, you have to make decisions. You have to use your head, common sense. And that's what's lacking, unfortunately, with these beta males today. They don't have it, but we have it. So I can deduce right from what you just told me 
that there is too much humidity in that humidor. So here's what I would like you to do. Step A, dump that analog thermometer hygrometer. It doesn't work. Step right. number two, what I would like you to do is go and pick up a digital thermometer hygrometer. Go either to what uh, now? Where uh, Baton Rouge? Uh, I'm sure you got some great uh, stores, cigar retailers around there. If you can't find a Diamond Crown humidification device, I know Cigar Oasis makes one as well. You can always go to Radio Shack. I think they sell them there as well. They're like twenty bucks, and get a digital thermometer hygrometer. You stick that in the humidor, and that'll give you within a matter of a few minutes a pretty accurate representation. I'll bet you the temperature is okay, but I'll bet you the humidity is probably like eighty-five percent in there. So, what type of humidification device do you use? I use the uh, Zycar crystals. Th those, are, those work. Those are good. I'm going to give you another recommendation because, let's face it, you seem like the kind of gentleman, Larry, that spends a pretty good amount of money on your pleasure sticks. I do that. Right. That's an investment. I tell that to people. I say, you know, you make an investment. You go buy a $7, $8, $10 cigar, no problem, sometimes more, but you won't invest in a good humidor or a, uh, a humidification system to keep those cigars at proper storage conditions so that they can age and give you even more pleasure when you go to enjoy to smoke them. So what I would suggest is this. The Zycar works fine. Those, those jelly pellets are fine. But I would go pick up a Cigar Oasis. It's a little humidification device. They have them that are battery-powered. How many cigars can your humidor hold? 50? Uh, 100. 100. Fine. You can get one that uh, they make one that it holds for 50, another one, I think, up to 150. They're reasonably priced. Batteries got a, 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 uh, a little container that has the distilled water that you can refill. You set it and forget it. You set the humidity level to say 68% or 70%, and it automatically kicks on. So it is an active humidification device, whereas those pellets are a passive humidification device. When you compare side-by-side, side, the active is always far superior. Make the investment in that Cigar Oasis. In fact, uh, if you go to CigarDave.com, I believe we have a segment. We had Al Fondis on, the uh, creator of the Cigar Oasis, did a nice segment from the Cigar Retailers Convention. And now they've got the ability for you on your iPhone and Android via an app to actually control the humidity and check on the humidity levels as long as you're... Uh, your humidity, uh, uh, Cigar Oasis is connected to your Wi-Fi network. Anywhere in the world, you can check it, and once an hour, it'll give you a report saying, here's your humidity, you can back it down, here's the temperature. So it's it's outstanding. I would highly recommend that. And here's what I'll do. You go pick that up, and I'm going to send you out some, uh, what do we, I'll send you out some Rocky Patel Prohibitions, which are the December Officers Club selection that are going out the middle of next week to our Officers Club members. So stand by, we'll get that out to you. But Larry, do me a favor. Please give me a follow-up report. Let me know how everything went. I will do that, General, and I greatly appreciate it. Pleasure's mine. Happy holidays to you. We will continue with Mick the Brit, special co-host in the European Theater of Operations, yours truly, America's alpha male, the General. We will continue right around the corner. Not sure what libation to pair with your cigar? Now at CigarDave.com, you can see what your five-star General pairs together each week for the show. I've traveled around the world, played poker with sharks, and chased the thrill of first love. But no experience matches the new 1875 Romeo y Julieta. 
crafted in Honduras with specially aged vintage tobaccos, rich, bold, spicy, notes of hickory and dark chocolate, available exclusively to local tobacconist, 1875 Romeo y Julieta, the next chapter in your favorite love story. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease even in non-smokers. The brand new Cigar Dave mobile app for both iPhone and Android devices is finally out. If you go right now, either to the iTunes store or the Google Play store, search for Cigar Dave and download our brand new app. It allows you to listen to the show live on your mobile device. You can listen to all of our podcasts. The last 10 podcasts are always available. Cigar Dave Daily Briefings. Additionally, it gives you direct access within the app to our Twitter page, our Facebook page. We also have the ability for you to call the show during the show right from the app, as well as send me a text message and an email. We also put in a couple of bonus items. You can get a weather uh, uh, alert as well as an alarm clock. It is the brand-new Cigar Dave mobile app. You can listen to the Cigar Dave show anytime, any place, anywhere. Go right now to the iTunes Store or Google Play Store and download the brand new Cigar Dave mobile app. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of 6 to 7 distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the diamond crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. Captain Paul from the Theater of Operations in Buffalo, New York, wishing all of our cigar lieutenants around the world and our veterans, men and women, both veterans and active service people, a happy and healthy holiday season. And remember, keep your cigars fresh, your ashes long, and your clothes clean. Have a Merry Christmas. Yes, and I'm sure that the world's finest dry cleaner, Colvin Cleaners, would be happy to accept any post-holiday clothing with ample amounts of stains. As Captain Paul always says, the sloppier, the better. Job security for the great Captain Paul and all the great folks at Colvin Cleaners. And you know, Mick, because you have actually had some of your shirts when you were in the Buffalo Theater of Operations. You had Captain Paul and his fine crew over at Colvin Cleaners. Make sure that all your shirts were ready to go back when you uh, headed back to the U.K., Oh, yes, all stains were administered. Yes, indeed. And that almost sounded like a PSA from Captain Paul. There, didn't 
<laughs> you know, Captain Paul, when 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 we're at dinner or at lunch and I put my special Cigar Day five-star bib on, a nice cloth bib, or what I love to do is when uh, you, you sit on some of the airplanes, uh, uh, when they give you a meal, they give you a cloth napkin with a little buttonhole uh, that you can put onto your uh, button. It's beautiful. Love it. Got plenty of those in the arsenal. He hates it. He just wants to rip it off because, let's face it, he always says, uh, "Be sloppy. Sloppier the better." So oh, it's I, good for business. It's good for business. It is, and I always say I'd rather have the bib take the stain rather than my nice shirt. Although when I do have a stain that they can't get out here in the Cigar City, I send it up to Captain Paul at Colvin Cleaners. No problem. He gets it out. He's like General. We attacked it in three ways. Done. No problem. For other dry cleaners, it's a problem. For Colvin cleaners, piece of cake. No problem at all. So if you're in the Western, and by the way, they're very philanthropic. They do a uh, coats for kids right now where they take old coats, they clean them, and uh, kids can get coats. And then they also do a prom dress uh, promotion in the spring where the people bring in their old prom dresses and they clean them and they let they let uh, students wear those because prom dresses are very expensive, and uh, they do that. They're very philanthropic in the Western New York Theater of Operations. So, uh, Cap- And I know Captain Paul's got a very big uh, party coming up at uh, his, uh, his Pleasure Palace uh, in a clandestine location. And I think his tree is larger than the Rockefeller tree and the White House tree. I think it's four <laughs> stories. They had to cut a hole in the roof to uh, fit it in. It's that big. So in any event. All right, Mick, let's do this. We're going to take uh, one more call, then I want to get to a story in the, in the next segment about the men, the fact that men once again are being beaten up all because of these feminists, and I'm not going to stand for it. I'm not going to sit idly by. So let's say hello to Harold in the Cigar City. You are front and center. Long ass, General. Back at you, Harold. Um, General, I have a question. 25 years ago, my lovely bride, Betsy, and I were given a special bottle of uh, Maker's Mark bourbon on our wedding day. And I've kept it for 25 years. We're going to open it on our anniversary, but we decided to wait until Christmas when the kids are home from college. And what my plan is to have, you know, to toast her and then put the bottle back on the shelf. And then every five years, God willing, from 30, 35th, 40th, 50th, on up, um, toast again. And I know wine goes bad after you open the bottle. I'm wondering if bourbon does the same and if there's anything that we can do, because I know the Maker's Mark, uh, their uh, 25 years should be wonderful. And how do I preserve it? Well, it, it, you're right. It, it, it Because it's got such a high alcohol content, it's going to stay. Uh, but I would say there's probably a maximum of about maybe 20 years. After that, it can start to get not necessarily rancid, but kind of lose its, its flavor. But uh, you know what? Just take a little bit. As long as you keep it in a dry area and in a in you know don't expose it to light, you should be in pretty good shape. And that's a beautiful way. And I'll tell you another bottle. I love the Maker's Forty Six. That's another issue. And uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to have time today, but next week I'll get to it. Maker's Mark is being sued over a claim that their bourbon is handmade by a couple of uh, trial pimps out in California. We'll talk about that. Uh, upcoming maybe probably next week on the show but harold here's what i'll do for you i'm going to send you out some romeo and julia 1875s that go beautifully with that maker's mark 
The Cigar Dave Officers Club selection this month is Prohibition from Rocky Patel, designed to protest the enemies of pleasure trying to take away our rights to smoke a cigar. They use a Nicaraguan binder and filler wrapped in either a Mexican San Andreas leaf or a Connecticut broadleaf Maduro. Not a member of the Officers Club? Sign up today at CigarDave.com. The sword, a symbol of strength, honor, and prestige. The sword, the symbol of Monte Cristo. Introducing the new Espada by Monte Cristo. Inspired by the superior craftsmanship of legendary sword makers. Celebrating a unique collaboration between premium cigar authorities. Blended by the Monte Cristo's talented Grupo de Maestros. Crafted by the renowned Placencia family with vintage aged tobaccos. The first Monte Cristo made with 100% Nicaraguan tobacco. Rich, majestic, complex. The Espada by Monte Cristo. A cigar of pure taste and true elegance. Try an Espada by Monte Cristo at your local tobacconist today. And visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Welcome to The Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. Light those candlelights, menorah's burning bright. Hanukkah, it's happening tonight. Let your dreidels turn, don't let your is burn. Hanukkah, a festival returns. Hanukkah party, eight days and eight great nights. Lieutenants Private Brian here wishing all of the Cigar Dave Show listeners a happy holiday and a very Merry Christmas. Here's to kicking even more ass of the enemies of pleasure in 2015. You can be absolutely sure we'll be kicking not only their ash, but their ass. That is an absolute certainty. Private Brian, very nicely done. Uh, the great Paul Zim and the Zim Tones. Keep it up in the background there, Brian. Captain Paul Zim and the Zim Tones. We only bring out Paul Zim once a year, and this is it. And the Zim Tones. So a little bit of Hanukkah entertainment here as we are in the holiday mood. Don't forget Tuesday night. First candle of Hanukkah, and it also is the first, it is the Festival of Lights, the Festival of Lightation. Eight straight nights, eight different cigars, accompanied by eight different libations. And uh, right at CigarDave.com, you'll see a giant menorah, Festival of Lightation underneath. And every night at sundown, we will post another cigar. And uh, you can sample those cigars, pick them up, and partake in the Festival of Lightation. All right, let us welcome back Mick the Brit. From the European Theater of Operations, Mick, you are sounding outstanding from the Winston Churchill Command and Control World War II bunker in a classified downtown London location. 
Yeah, technology is great when it works. <laughs> that is correct. But uh, it seems to be working fantastic. Uh, just absolutely amazing. The satellite sounds magnificent. It's amazing what happens, Mick, when we send you over a nice microphone. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, indeed. I mean, you guys put a man on the moon and brought him back safely. I mean, it's all to do with that, I would say. Yeah, I didn't it's see. I didn't. I didn't see the queen and the king sending a man to the moon. The 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 uh, monarchs of of uh, UK doing that. That was the US of A, Mick. We did that. Exactly. Yes, showing, by, showing what what can be achieved. Absolutely. Yes. By the way, speaking of achievement, uh, I see that the uh, what is it? Uh, what's Prince Charles's son's name? That's He's here in got the two. Oh, whatever. Got, it's, oh, it's here in the United States and his wife. Well, that would be William. Oh, uh, yeah. Billy. William and Kate. Right. Princess yes. Bill and Kate. They're uh, they're on tour. Doing what? I have no idea. I don't know. Maybe maybe uh, uh, cutting some ribbons or who the hell knows what the hell they do. I, I don't get that whole monarchy thing, Mick. I got to tell you. But uh, he's meeting you, with I President know. Obama. And I'm thinking, if I'm the president of the United States, why am I meeting with this kid? What has this kid done? Nothing. Now, didn't he serve in the military? Okay, I'll give him that. But what else yes. has he done? Nothing. He hit the sperm lottery. He's waiting for his father to, or his, or his uh, wait a minute. Does Prince Charles become the king first? Yeah, he does. Yes, he does, yes. But at this rate, it's probably not going to happen because uh, Queen Elizabeth is uh, refusing to abdicate. She's going to be there till she's 198 years old. Yeah, no, she won't abdicate, not at all. No, she made a, a promise right. to uh, the nation and uh, she'll, be, she'll be there. And oh, she'll, yes, um... because, you know, the nation is counting on her leadership and guidance to be the queen. What exactly does she do, Mick, besides spending and wasting well, your money? Nothing. She she does not waste our money. I, uh, I have to say, I am a, uh, when it comes to our monarchy, I am a royalist. I am a fan of our royal family. Why? What have they uh, done for you? I actually think they're the foundation. Of, you have to have strong foundations to, to grow from, and you have to have levels. What, 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 have, they, what have they achieved, uh, England, in growing? Uh, tourism, um, <laughs> for a start. Uh, there, there, there was, there's always a good turnout. Okay, Mick, let me just tell you one thing. Let me tell you yep. one thing. People visiting London and Europe would show up anyway if there was no Buckingham Palace because London yeah. is a very cosmopolitan city. There's a lot to do, a lot to see, as you know. People would very show true. up there anyway. So what's yeah. your next argument? Oh, I'm not arguing, General. I, I just think they're a, they're a good staple here. Um, I'd sooner have them. Listen, Spain. They got rid of their royal family. As they should, as you should. But now they're back. They've got the royal family back. Well, didn't you hear about the father? Wasn't he banging some uh, some other chick? There was something going on that he had to, the, the one prince, uh, Juan Carlos or whatever, had to do. There's something, there was something that happened recently where he had to, like, abdicate, and I think now his son took over. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure either. Yeah, I'm, unfortunately, he couldn't go down the Henry VIII uh, road there, obviously. But <laughs> it's not like it's never happened before, obviously. But, uh, well, such is, uh, such is how things are in uh, royal circles, I suppose. Well, Mick, I'm looking and seeing how much the royal family costs the Brits. And um, it doesn't even cost me a dollar, General. Doesn't matter. Year. It doesn't matter. Mick, it does not matter whether it costs you a dollar or 50 cents. The fact of the matter is, why should these people that have done nothing except hit the sperm lottery be able to live in such grand, grandiose uh, uh, castles and appointment with doing nothing? They add nothing to the, to the economy. They do nothing. General, General, all right, General, the Queen, Her Majesty the Queen, is also the head of the Church of England. She's the defender of the faith. 
as like the Pope is the head uh, of the Catholic Church. Okay, there's Church. a little difference between the Pope and her being the figurehead of the of the British, uh, you know, the, the English Church. Well, I'm just saying that, um, you know, that's inherited wealth there as well with, you know, with the Catholic Church. And I don't want to get too... Uh, critical here, but I'm just saying it, it is what it is. People don't complain about the Catholic Church and how that is. Why should people complain about Her Majesty the Queen being head of the Church of England? And how well, she can is. be the head of the church, but just not live in all these uh, uh, property worth nine and a half billion British pounds, which is about 13, 14 billion American dollars. And the monarchy last year cost taxpayers about 55 US, million US dollars, about 36 million British pounds. Uh, and granted, it may only be 56 pence or, or, or one pence or whatever it is uh, per person. That's not the point. It's, it's well, an you... antiquated, it's antiquated, Mick. That is why, that is it's why. historical and traditional, This generally. is why we make sure that the president is in no way a monarch. Although you'd never know it with the current occupant, Barack the Terrible, of the Oval Office. However, we well, make sure we will not stand for that here in the United States because we do not accept royalty. We do not believe in it. And let's face it, that's why George Washington and Thomas Jefferson and all the other founders of this nation made sure that we created a country that was not like England in that respect, that there wasn't one guy that could dictate to everyone else. Yeah, I understand that. But who would you rather pay your uh, 50 cents to, Obama or Her Majesty the Queen? None. None. I'll tell you what, I'll pay 50 cents for Obama to take to, to take a bus one way out of town. How's that? No, you know what? I'd pay him I'd pay the I'd pay five bucks, whatever the bus fare is today. I don't know what it is. But you know what? I'd pay to get him to a one-way ticket out of town, out of Washington, and out of the White House. And I think most Americans would right now. All right, let me move along here, Mick. Right. As you know, the attack on men has been occurring in greater frequency. Not only the last 40 years, but uh, the last number of years in general. And you have to go, you look at the feminist movement, the rise of the feminist movement 45 years ago or so. You look at the attacks on men, that all men now are perceived to be evil. They're wife beaters. They are, I mean, if you listen to what's going on in the NFL, you think that every man in the NFL and in sports and in the country is beating their wives, is dragging and kicking their girlfriends and wives out of elevators. We are the cause of all evil. We have kept women down. We are preventing them from shattering the glass ceiling, which is all a load of absolute Poppycock, as you would say in Europe. and Poppycock. That's yeah. correct. And men in television shows. Do you remember the TV? I don't know if you had the, this TV show in, in Europe, Mick, or in London, or in England, but it is Everybody Loves Raymond. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hello, I'm Raymond. And Raymond came off as a sports writer that couldn't do anything, and his wife, Deborah, had to do anything. And then he had his brother, Robert, Hello, Raymond, who was like this big oaf, this big buffoon. And the two guys together were like buffoons. They couldn't do anything. The wives and the mother had to do everything for them. And that is the stereotype. And it's perpetuated by the feminist movement. The, yes. the rise of the wussified, nadless beta male in this country is directly correlated to the rise of the feminist movement. Boys are told in school, don't be boys. Don't play cops and robbers. Everybody's a winner. Don't play roughhousing. And that's what, when, when we were growing up, we roughhoused. And we played cops and robbers with toy guns. And you know what? We grew up not wanting to shoot everybody around and not shooting up schools. It didn't happen. Why does it happen recently? Because two reasons. One, 
boys are wussified. Three reasons. Boys are wussified. Boys are deemed to be the weaker and less important of the two sexes in grade schools and in high school. And the third item is that everybody's taught to be a winner now. So when something negative happens or something bad happens, boys don't know how to react to it. So what happens? They lash out. Because, again, they're always told from the time they're a little kid, you're a winner at sports. You're a winner. Don't worry about you getting an F. You're still a smart winner. And when it's not true and the real world hits, they don't know how to react. Well, the British Medical Journal, prestigious medical journal, I might add, uh, came out with a research paper entitled The Darwin Awards, Sex Differences in Idiotic Behavior. And what they did was this uh, looked at why men specifically, not women, even though women have had incidents where they do things idiotically, why men are usually the ones that, uh, that go out when they're, they drink too much and go out on sleds and sk- slide down a, a, a hill and then they run into a tree and they kill themselves. Why they jump off buildings or they, or they go skiing ultra fast and they get injured and they get killed. And basically, this, uh, this, this study tried to create the Darwin Awards where basically they looked at people, at specifically men, who they wanted to weed out and try to help increase the Smarts of the gene pool, if you will. And this is a whole study that I won't get into, but I'm going to give you a synopsis uh, of this. And it basically says that men and guys have always always done the sort of dumb things that men do all the time. Because based on the available evidence, men are idiots. You know, they careen down ski slopes. They smashed into metal poles. Uh, they talk about a specific gentleman who won a Darwin Award because he slid down, hit his head, killed himself. Uh, you know, talking about idiotic behavior, that most guys do dumb things all the time, especially when friends and beer are involved. They do things that cause distress to some of the more rational people around. They swim across a lake in the middle of the night because earlier in the day they saw alligators. I mean, this is what they, they are. They're essentially portraying men to be dumb, idiotic oafs that just do idiotic things. Are there some men that do it? Absolutely. Do all men do it? No. I've never done any of that idiotic stuff. Why? Well, because I had alpha males as my role models, my father, my grandfathers, because I had an intelligent brain and because I wasn't subjected to this feminist nonsense where I was made to feel that I was inferior, that I should put my head between my tail and apologize for being a man and that I should be neutered. So I never did these dumb things because I had a brain. Who tends to do some of these dumb things? Men that are neutered, that don't have the alpha male influence in their lives. And so they basically looked at all these Darwin Award nominees. There were 332 of them. 14 were shared by a man and woman. Of the remaining 318, 282 winners were men. So thus they deduce that men are idiots. Now they say that there are confounding factors, the effect of alcohol, and they say that uh, that alcohol makes men feel bulletproof after a few drinks. And so certainly that's a cause. But I am here to tell you that I think the real cause of this is the fact that men have been made to feel wussified. Men have been essentially made to feel that their manhood has been taken away. And they've been castrated. 
That's exactly what the feminist movement has done. And when I hear these women, and I'm getting sick of it hearing saying, oh, you know, you see these NFL, uh, NFL promos, it's never right to hit a woman. Well, you know what? The overwhelming majority, 99.9% of men don't do that. But I get sick of getting lumped into those that do, and I guarantee those of you lieutenants that hear it get sick and tired of it also. We are proud alpha males. We don't engage in idiotic behavior. We don't put our head between our tails. We don't walk around feeling apologizing for the woes of all women. It's nonsense. And I will tell you that today's woman wants an alpha male. Much, much to the consternation of the feminist movement, women want the strong, take-charge alpha male. They want the alpha male that runs the show. They want the alpha male that makes decisions. That doesn't mean that they make all the decisions and just uh, tell the little woman, just show up here. That's not what I mean. But would a woman rather prefer her date, her husband, her boyfriend, say either A, what do you want to do tonight? You want to go out for dinner? Or would they rather say, I want you to be ready at 7 o'clock. When I come home from the office, I will pick you up. We are going to the Capitol Grill this evening for a very lovely dinner, so dress appropriately. Then we're going to go over to the uh, Hard Rock Casino for a little dine, or a little dancing and uh, gaming after. That's what a woman wants. They don't want a wishy-washy Nadalus beta male. Scientific proven fact. So I'm getting a little bit tired of this nonsense that these women are spewing out in droves. And if you think that women are being kept back, then why is it the majority of college graduates are now female? Why is it the majority of postgraduate degrees are female? Why is it that there's no restriction on women going into Congress, women going into the cabinet? Let's hope in this next election we don't have a woman for president because I don't want to see Hillary Clinton or Elizabeth Warren, God forbid. But women are CEOs, they're entrepreneurs, they're doctors, they are lawyers, they are bankers, they are whatever chosen profession they want. Nobody's holding anybody back, but they want to perpetuate that myth, just like Al Sharpton wants to perpetuate the myth that all blacks in this country are downtrodden and that the, uh, what do they call it, a racial injustice is rampant. Why does he want to perpetuate that? Because if every member of the black community was educated and successful, Al Sharpton would be out of a job. He would be unemployed. And just like these feminists want to continue propagating that men are the root causes of all evil, they lose their standing in the minority of women that still listen to their nonsense if all of a sudden women wake up and say, you know, I've had a career. I'm kind of tired of it. I want to have the family. I want an alpha male. That drives them absolutely crazy. And you know what, Mick? I enjoy driving the enemies of pleasure and the feminists and the Al Sharptons and all these other wackadoodles crazy because they contribute nothing to the betterment of our society. Lieutenants, the final and concluding segment of this edition of the Cigar Dave Show, co-hosted by Mick the Brit from the European Theater of Operations, comes your way next. If you miss a part of the show, you can download the podcast to listen anytime. Go to iTunes and search Cigar Dave or log on to CigarDave.com.
in this difficult and challenging time when the government is trying to outlaw premium cigars and take away the art form of enjoying a beautiful cigar, we decided to introduce our brand called Prohibition. This cigar is going to be the bootlegger's dream. A gorgeous cigar made in Esteli, Nicaragua, triple cap, using a broadleaf wrapper and a Mexican wrapper from the San Andreas Valley. It's got Nicaraguan tobaccos from the Nicaraguan valleys of Esteli and Jalapa. It's rich, it's complex, it's got some spice, some white pepper, and a ton of sweetness. Full of flavor, this cigar is one that you're going to want to enjoy and you're going to bootleg. And that's why it's called Prohibition. Enjoy it. I promise you're going to love it. You walk into a cigar shop, stare at hundreds of choices, and wonder as you take in the aroma. Go with an old standard or try something new? Lead or follow? That's the real question here, isn't it? Next time, choose to lead with a premium cigar from Royal Gold Cigars. Royal Gold Cigars introduces two exciting new premium cigar lines, Casino Gold HRS High Roller Selection and Kismet. Hand-rolled in Honduras with a blend of four distinct quality fillers wrapped in a rich Habano Rosado wrapper, the Casino Gold HRS is a medium-bodied cigar for high rollers who never gamble on flavor. For a robust option, try our bold Dominican Puro, Kismet, meaning destiny, a blend of six Dominican tobaccos. It's bold, smooth, burns evenly, and leaves a clean white ash. There, we narrowed the options. Lead or follow. Visit royalgoldcigars.com. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. Happy humidors, happy humidors, while the general keeps clipping, happy humidors to you. Yo, you girls are singing the wrong lyrics there. It's the humidor season, and Cigar Dave is coming round. Bundles of sticks that he's got by the pound And when the general passes them round We're gonna light them up and burn them down Frankie Sumatra and the Cigar it's Dave the Singers season, And a Cigar Dave looking resplendent Is gonna bring a stick to every lieutenant He's the smoking superintendent So light them up and burn them down he sips the best cognac, drives Cadillacs. He stands up when the flag unfurls. He smokes the finest sticks, dates the hottest chicks, the ones we call the harem girls. It's the humidor season. The holiday season. So hoop dee doo and dickory date. And don't forget to puff and rotate. When we get together and all light date, we're gonna light them up and burn them down. 
Got a girl so stacked you'd have a heart attack. She never makes him beg or plead. She ain't no stinking hick. She's a classy chick known for generosity. It's the humidor season. It's you chicks are starting to tick me off. Great date, and don't forget to puff and rotate when we get together. And all I date, we're gonna light 'em up, baby. That's, that's not right. Happy, Happy humidors to you. Happy humidor. It's humidor. It's humidor. Happy humidor. Come on, please. Happy that's it. That's it. You chicks aren't getting paid. No Christmas bonus for you. Frankie Sumatra and the Cigar Dave singers. Mick the Brit rejoins us from the European Theater of Operations in the Command and Control Bunker, downtown London. Mick, pleasure having you as our co-host today. Well, thank you, General, and uh, for inviting me along to this special allied broadcast manoeuvre of the Cigar Dave show. And, General, can I just add a caveat to what you were saying you before may. the break there? You may. Yeah. Um, very recently, a couple of weeks ago, shall we say, uh, a government education minister said the government were actually actively thinking about employing ex-service people to go in classes in schools here in the UK to build character. So... What you've been saying, where you reap what you sow, well, now that's what's happening, and now the government are actually thinking about going against that now. Unbelievable, Mick. I'll tell you what, uh, this alpha male-in-chief will continue to make sure my mission to turn wussified Nadalus betas into strong, successful alphas. We do that here at the Cigar Dave Show. Mick, a uh, great time having you on board. We will do it again. All the best in the European Theater of Operations. Cigar Day, the general saying, Mayor Humidor always be full. Mayor Cutter always be sharp. Mayor Ashby, extra, extra long. Semper Delictatio, always pleasure. Happy Hanukkah. The Festival of Lightation begins Tuesday nights. <laughs>